You know you could use a vacation right now, so consider Little Rock for your first trip of 2021. With six stops on the U.S. Civil Rights Trail and dozens of Black-owned businesses and restaurants just waiting to serve you, it's the kind of place where Black History Month is celebrated all year long. So if you're big on Black culture, you're going to be big on Little Rock. Plan your visit today safely at littlerock.com. It's a new year and it's time for new possibilities. And do we ever need them? Cricket Wireless can help make the easy switch to the mobile plan that's right for you starting at $30 a month. Smile and switch to Cricket. Activation and other fees and restrictions apply. Terms subject to change. See store for details. She's my main thing. She makes me feel alright. She makes my heart sing. And when I'm feeling low, she comes as no surprise. Turns me on with her love. Takes me to paradise. Do you love me, Mary Jane? <laughs> Oh, 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 do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't you want to take it away, sis? <laughs> I think that you have done a sufficient job. I do believe that you have covered all the I bases, man. I got trouble in school for writing that on the, on the board. Yeah, man. Of course you did. But anyway, praise the Lord, niggas. How are you today? Praise the Lord, niggas, man. We're we're doing okay. Everybody's good over here. We're safe Dang. and we have what we need. How are Ooh, things same, going over same, there? Same, same, same. You know, it's been a it's been an emotional week. Um, the ups and the downs, but mm-hmm. all in all, like you said, we're safe. We have what we need, and I won't complain about it. For sure. Welcome back to Getting Grown, guys. We're here to commiserate about the worst hood we found ourselves living in. That's adulthood, guys. The uh, the the good, the bad, the test of trials, the twist of turns, the temptations, and the taxes of being a real life adult in the year of our Lord, two thousand and twenty twenty one. Oh man, yeah, man. Welcome back to getting grown. Um, what's oh, going wow. on in the so world? Many things are going on in the world. So many things are going on in the world. I, I know. think that. Well, first, well, no. No, I will. I will wait on that. I will wait on that. Um, okay. Actually, no, because okay. you may go ahead and do it. <laughs> I want to shout out Kia. Okay. I wanted to talk about Earl oh. in the trash um, because you all know that yeah. uh, he is a staple in our collections over here at Getting Grown. A legend. A legend. This was me Legend. and Kia's. This was the time that we came up. Okay, this was. So I come okay. up. We came of age up during these times. So, okay. We'll talk about it a little more, but uh, (laughs) Kia wrote an amazing article for Business Insider, honey. Yeah, man. Shout out to Joy Marie McKenzie, friend of the show. Yes, Joy is the uh, entertainment editor over at Insider. um, And, you know, we got together and and worked on this. We just wanted to honor DMX. You know, the world is going to, you know, how things go, right? when someone has struggled with addiction uh-huh. or has had certain kinds of experience and things that they've yep. done and dealt with throughout their lives. Folks like to remember the, them for those things and yep. those things only. But one thing that resonated with me as it relates to DMX was I felt like DMX was a great man of faith. Um, and, you know, in an, in an unconventional way, it was clear that he was unapologetic about his relationship with God. And so I wanted to just do something to honor him in that way. Um, and Joy uh, Marie gave gave me the opportunity to do that with Insider. So, yeah, it's a, it was it was a joy to write. 
I felt a lot of pressure because I didn't, you know, I recognized, you know, I know that people are going to have things nah, to say, you. right? I felt like the church people uh, will have things to say. And even some of the hip hop heads, you know, I don't want to disrespect anybody, right? I just feel like, I just feel like this is the side of DMX that resonated with me and my experience mm-hmm. of, of the world. And and he did inspire me I, by the way that he lived his love for the Lord out loud was something that I had a great deal yeah. of respect for. Um, and I always say, I've said here on Facts. the show, uh, DMX's prayers oh, reached heaven. Hurt. Okay. And they're so hurt. that's like, we like, listen, him and the Lord were good, 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 good friends. They spoke on a very regular basis. Mm-hmm. It was clear to me. And so I just, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to be able to honor his life in this way. So the article is up, man. It's on insider.com. It's on my, it's social, on my media. social media. It's on insiders. Yes. It's on insider social media. I would love it if you, if you would take it, take a look at it and, and, um, you know, let's honor DMX's life in all the great ways that he was a trailblazer. And I, I, in the, in the article, I call him a he cultural is. icon and a pioneer of faith. I mean, because what what we will never forget is that DMX would pray anywhere Baby, DMX he prayed was at shows. At any time, DMX will pray at Summer Jam. DMX will pray on Listen, uh, Rap City to basement. Anywhere. DMX will literally pray anywhere. anywhere. And I know we're not in the trash yet, but we might as well just keep going. What I really love about him, outside of his prayers, because the thing about it is, okay, do me and Kia pray the same? No. But right. we both love a good prayer. You see what I'm saying? And if it's sincere we do, and it's vulnerable and it's really coming from the heart, you can appreciate a prayer from anybody, right? You can Absolutely. appreciate one from me. I know a, a beautiful priestess who, who says prayers in like a very, because she was raised in a Baptist-style church, but she is not um of that faith any longer but that is the style in which she prays and when i tell you they are beautiful sincere heartfelt and you can feel them and so it was the same thing with Mm -hmm. earl it's the same thing with kia it's the same thing if it's sincere and it comes from a place and one thing we love about dmx over here is also his vulnerability as a human being you know with all of the struggles that he's dealt with that's not what we need to focus on it was his vulnerability those are lessons we can take with us so Absolutely. I thought you did a beautiful job. You know, I, I tried to prepare you. my mind for it. Um, you know, when we learned everything that had happened uh, with him, fa- you know, falling yeah. into the coma and so forth. But you really did a really beautiful job in really highlighting that. Thank like, you. Really and truly. So we'll actually also post that. That'll be on Getting Grown's social media as well. And like he has said, you can check it out on hers. It's on my stories. It's all over the place. You'll find it. You'll find it. And shout out to Joy Marie, friend to the show. Hey. We love us some joy. Yes. Friend to um, the show. Gotta have her back. I don't actually feel like talking about anything else in the trash. I don't think there was m- much more notable <laughs> things. Okay, I mean, great. So... <laughs> I well yeah, let's skip this. Let's skip this whole this whole zhuzh and move right on to a shout out. My sister's popping right now. So I wanted to make Kia the shout out, but since we already did that, um we have an email, which is not our standard type of shout out, but I wanted to make sure that this was highlighted because it's important. Um, you know, we had the freezes that happened in Texas a little while back and for sure. You know, we want to make sure that we are acknowledging what's happening with our brothers and sisters uh, around the globe, right? And, and in the country. Um, so we got an email from Sunset. Her name is Sunset. And Sunset Aww. writes, uh, hey, Jade and Kia, my name is Sunset and I'm writing to you uh, from the currently not so sunny Isle of Barbados. Our neighboring island of St. Vincent is in need of prayers and assistance. La Soufriere. La Soufriere volcano i really hope i said that correctly erupted in saint vincent on friday april 9th causing an evacuation the island is covered in ash and is now currently without electricity and water in many places the cloud of ash has now also spread to the neighboring islands including us here in barbados none of us know how long this will last it could be days weeks or months if any of you or your listeners are able to offer assistance to the island of saint vincent please do so I've attached the contact information of people you guys can reach out to 
or if you know anyone who is interested in lending a hand, there are people in Miami and New York assisting with the Volcano Relief Drive. Thank you so much for helping to spread the word. Love and light to you both and also ASAP Noah. So you all <laughs> already know, um, you, you all already know how we feel about the Caribbean. You know what I'm saying? Over here. And we want to make sure that we put this out there for information that has not been spread around. Uh, we will make sure all of this is in the description box. Volcano Relief Drive. There's some efforts uh, being made in uh, Trinidad and Tobago, St. Lucia, Dominica, Barbados, Toronto, Antigua, Miami, New York, and St. Vincent. So all of that information will be in the description box. And we want to offer our love to the island, but we also want to make sure that the, if we can make some efforts, we do so. Hmm. So sending all of our love to our listeners um, and beyond. For sure. In, in St. Vincent and Barbados. And uh, if you, there's any specific ways in which that we can support outside of what I have here, please don't hesitate to write in and let us know. Sunset, thank you so much for sending this information over as well. Absolutely. Um, and if you don't have it monetarily or, you know, in the form of action, because I know we're still living in a panacea, then, you know, say a prayer. Say a prayer for the islands. Do something. Just, you know, offer some love. So that's it. That's all we got for this week. Um, and we have, and we also pray for everybody's safety as well. For sure. Um, but we do have a rather encouraging yes. kitchen table talk that I think might be able to help kind of clear some people's minds and they might enjoy. So shall we go over there with our special guests? We shall. We shall. Uh, we want to say that this was previously recorded, but we are very excited to share that our good sis, uh, the one and only Sarah Jakes Roberts just will be joining us at the kitchen table today to discuss her brand new book. It's her fifth book called Woman Evolve. It's an awesome yes. uh, story about evolution and growth and yep. um, just stepping into purpose. Um, and it's based on, you know, it's, it's based on a study of Eve, the Bible character Eve, and it's really interesting, right? Because we always give Eve a bad rap, right? Because she dropped the ball for us, right? But but Sarah does a, a really nice job of, of adding some context around Eve uh, that really makes Eve relatable to, to us because we've all been there and done some things that we know we ain't had no business doing. So, and it's not a book just for Christians. Absolutely. It's not a, it's not a biblical, it's not a book where you, you will feel alienated or excluded. So... You know, if you're listening to these, like, uh, uh-uh, I don't want to hear all that. Don't turn it off. Go don't listen to it. it. It's good. It's good. It's it's more about it. It is it is spiritual more than it is about yes. any specific absolutely uh, religious um you know uh, affiliation. But uh, it's awesome, and I loved it. Um, we had a dope conversation. Sarah's a joy. She shares. Uh, you know, you know, we just get to know her. It's not just about the book. We also get to know her as a person and we had an awesome conversation. So please enjoy Sarah down to the kitchen table and she will be back. She will be back. So oh, stay facts. tuned for that. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll see you on a bit, in a bit, in a bit, in a bit. Me undies believes that comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin. That's why MeUndies sources the softest, most comfortable fabrics imaginable, and their styles are available in sizes extra small to 4XL. Express yourself every day in new limited edition prints. Never run out of undies or worry about skipping laundry again with the MeUndies membership. Each month, replenish your basics and build your collection with styles that are anything but basic. Styles that let you be the truest version of yourself right down to your core. And no pressure, you can always skip a month if you want. Plus, enjoy discounted pricing, controlled shipping, and exclusive early access. Love your butt and get the membership. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. So, funny enough, I actually have a MeUndies membership, and that is no cap. 
I use that correctly, right? No cap. So that's no cap. I have a MeUndies membership and I get all my draws mailed to me and I love them. They fit me really well. So, you know, your girl has a rump roast, right? And I'm always worried about things riding up when I walk, um, you know, wedgies. So MeUndies is great because they have so many different cuts and also there's fun prints and all kinds of things. And the membership is great because we're grown right we don't need to be running out of draws and we don't need to have raggedy draws in our in our drawer either to get 15 percent off your first order and free shipping go to meundies.com slash grown that's meundies m-e-u-n-d-i-e-s dot com slash grown this episode is sponsored by sesh that's s-e-s-h Traditional therapy can be expensive, and to many of us, it's inaccessible. SESH is an app offering a safe space for group support where you can connect with other people, all led by licensed expert therapists. Each SESH is a 60-minute online support group with a maximum of 14 participants, and it's only $60 per month for unlimited group sessions with licensed therapists. There are sessions for everything from living with anxiety or depression, coping with COVID, to body image, postpartum, and much more. SESH also offers community-specific support for Black, Latinx, LGBTQIA+, the AAPI community, and more. That's a cost-effective way to meet your mental health goals. Oprah Magazine named SESH a top virtual mental health resource. It was the most affordable option on the list, and it's recommended by top mental health experts. Each new user receives a free two-week trial Take the first step and go to seshtherapy.com today or download the Sesh app in the App Store today. Again, that's seshtherapy.com. Sesh is mental health care made easy, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. 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 All right. I'm excited. We're at the kitchen table, and we have a very, 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 very special guest. I don't know how many berries that was. I think it was 10. But yes, we have a very special guest. We'd like to welcome to the kitchen table, none other than Sarah Jakes Roberts. Everybody say, hey, Sarah. Hey. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> Let me see. How do I, I do that gospel? Uh, how do I do that gospel? Oh, yes. Put a twist on it. Yes. Let me put a, how do that. I do an organ? Yes. Oh, no. Please. Okay. That's enough. Wow. 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 <laughs> oh, Jay. Please. I'm just glad to be in the number, honey. I'm just glad to be at the kitchen table. <laughs> we love you here. We're glad You're to have you. to the show. I love you all. I love you all. I have not just because my life has been swarmed lately, but the Getting Grown podcast is a mainstay in my listens. Like I have a circuit of podcasts that I listen to that include Brene Brown stuff, The Read, um, like yes, just I have. But you guys, Getting Grown podcast is in my circle. So thank you guys for letting me be on. Course, oh my god that course, is frightening i didn't even know that yeah, everything's fine here we are i know so much about you let's go oh good Basically, so we're all she friends say you a heathen yeah i already knew that girl before i got here i knew what i was walking no. into <laughs> nobody let's funny. talk about why we here though let's talk about why we here we're excited it is launch day for for pastor sarah pastor sarah's launch is this your Fifth or sixth Don't, book. Okay, like, okay, if I'm going to be at the kitchen table, you have to call me Sarah. Don't call me I Pastor will Sarah. call you Sarah. Okay, okay, this is my fifth book, and I'm super excited. It feels like my first book. It does? It does. Why? It feels like my first book because... Uh, the first time I wrote, I wrote about my my story. And then in mm. the other books, they were they're technically smaller books. They're like devotionals. And then my second big book, I was in an awkward place in my life. I had just had my daughter. I didn't have childcare, and it's called literally "Don't Settle for Safe Embracing mm-hmm. the Uncomfortable." But I feel like this is the first book that I have written with me being like planted in the knowledge of who I'm supposed to be in the earth. So it feels um, very much like a coming of age for me. I'm excited. I'm super excited to read it. Yeah, I'm I'm about halfway through. I started this morning. Okay, what do you think? (laughs) Um, Of course, I love it. Uh, We want to get to some of the meat of the matter of the book in a a minute. But um, I would just, you know, I'm really excited. I think it's full circle for me, even though I didn't write anything. But (laughs) I mean, I was at the... (laughs) The first Women Evolve conference, right? I had the blessing yeah. to go to the first Women Evolve conference. And I was there when you introduced us to this concept 
um, and to our, our sister Eve that we've, you know, kind of been conditioned to think about in one way, right? And yeah. it's the first time you talked about the, you know, the Bruce Hill Society and the wild woman concept. And so to, to, to read it now um, in book form, it's just kind of like, you know, it was just like encouraging to me, right? To just be like, wow, this is something that you've clearly sat with and, you know, it's kind of manifested in so many different ways. So when you first started the Woman Evolved movement, did you always have this moment in mind? Did, was it always going to be, I'm going to start with this sermon, this concept, and it's kind of like flourished into this whole entire movement? Or is it just kind of like things that have just developed that way? I feel like they've just developed that way. When I first started speaking, you know, I was telling my story, you know, the whole, I got pregnant at 13, had my son at 14, toxic relationships, the ramming the cars, the strip club. Like I had this story that I would tell. And whenever you start telling stories like that, that are so personal and vulnerable, you get invited a lot of spaces because no one wants to be that transparent. And so I started noticing that I felt like my life was being hijacked for other people's purposes. So it really meant a lot to me that I finally found something as it relates to Eve that I felt like this is something that I feel like I could build my life on beyond just telling my story. And so we did the conference, we did the tour and podcast. And so when it was time for me to write the book, I knew I wanted to touch on Eve, but I didn't know whether or not I should name it after the movement. But I kind of took like a leap of faith with that. It's kind of like trying to get people to di differentiate between the movement versus the book has been a little interesting with press. But I just felt like if you're going to leave something in the earth, what is that one thing you want to leave in the earth? And books are one of those things that just outlive you. And I wanted it to be named Woman Evolve. That's dope. Mm. That is so dope. Did you, so explain to, like, if for, for someone who's listening to Getting Grown and they want to know, like, what Woman Evolve is, if you had to explain it in a couple of sentences, how would you, how would you explain it? Okay, Eve is the woman evolve is my reconciliation with Eve because I began to see Eve as not just a woman who messed it up for humanity, not just a woman who I feel like socially and politically is responsible for how women are viewed throughout the world, but rather just a woman who was in a world that was bigger than her trying to figure out how do I navigate things even when I know better, but don't always do better. And when I took her from this big idea of ruining it all to this person who was very much so human like myself, I dissected parts of her life that I felt like were worthy of every woman knowing because she does evolve beyond that moment where she eats from the fruit, but we don't tell that part of the story. And if we don't hear her story, then how can we evolve from our own story? So woman evolve is not just me rescuing Eve, it's rescuing any woman that's ever felt like her. Oh, I love that because I, my question to you, which I feel like you pretty much just answered was going to be, how would you speak to a person like me about what Women Evolve is about who may not be in a religious space? And I love that you're speaking about this from a, a human standpoint and from a standpoint that all women can relate to. Oh my God. First of all, and I'll tell you because I've been doing a lot of press that isn't necessarily religious, mm -hmm. but I think this concept of how women have been viewed throughout society, culture, corporately, it all goes back to this moment in the garden. You don't even have to go to church every Sunday to know this fish dropped the ball, okay? Like you <laughs> really had one job and you really messed it up. All right. All right. I just want you to know that on behalf of this, um, those of us who are left behind. And so I felt like if I could make her human if I could allow ourselves to see some of us in her then I wondered how I could also reveal like her restoration and redemption so I do think that it's a book where you don't have to be like you know a bible thumper you don't have to be a Christian you can be like open and trying to figure out or not figure out what's right for you and still draw some wisdom out of the book I love oh I love that oh Sarah you're giving me chills no I think that was <laughs> one of the things I love about her uh, love about you as a friend is I feel like you you are an awesome blueprint of like like fearless self acceptance and I think that I mean one of the things that one of the ways that I relate to you is you know we're both PKs right and, and I def we I think we connect on living um, and trying to figure out who you are when you've been arbitrarily assigned these labels and and titles and roles based upon who you're parents are who your grandparents are 
what they do. Um, and I, I've always looked to you as a model for, you know, just being yourself in, in every space and not be not like, you know, still still blossoming under under the shadow. I mean, I don't want to say under the shadow because that sounds negative, but like block your your dad is a huge a huge force mm. in in the whole world, right? Um, I've loved how you have, you know, still maintain your identity as Sarah. And I think I love that you've been so transparent about your journey and not allowed your 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 father's identity to um speak for you um I mean I think you you do your hard work out loud and I think the book demonstrates wow. that your podcast demonstrates that and all of the ways that you show up in the world so like that's one of the key messages that I'm getting from the book is it's really about going there with yourself yeah. and giving mm -hmm. yourself permission to you know pull your wig off and yeah, wash your face and sit <laughs> with the reality of who you are so how has it been for you I remember I, we had a conversation with Lovey a couple of weeks ago and she talks about like how interesting people tell her like, you know, you're dragging me with this book. And it's like, well, I had to drag myself first. <laughs> do you feel yeah. like, do you feel like in writing such a, such, you know, about such vulnerable places in your own life, how has, how have you sort of navigated that space and what are the implications that that has had on your, on your own journey as you continue to evolve? You know, um, I do feel like I had to drag myself a bit. I love that. I love, love you. I love that <laughs> concept. Um, I will tell you that I had to do my hard work out loud since the moment I had my son. Mm -hmm. You know, when other people do whatever as teenagers, most of the time they're not, or whenever, they're not necessarily walking around with like the evidence of mm -hmm. me doing my work out loud. Like I had to do it out loud. And so I became comfortable in that space. But I'll tell you, I think writing the book for me allowed me to stop blaming. <laughs> this is going to be interesting, but we're at the kitchen table, so whatever. To mm -hmm. stop um, acting like things happened in my life on accident. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times our lives change and we're like, I don't really know how this happened or I don't even know why God chose me. or I don't know why this good thing is happening in my life. It just kind of happened. And writing the book allowed me to look back at what was intentional, the intentional mm -hmm. decisions that I made that allowed me to come into agreement with what God wanted to do in my life. So there's what God wants to do, but there's still an element of partnership connected to it. And I think I discredited my partnership because I didn't feel worthy until I started writing the book. And when I wrote the book, I started seeing, well, you did actually have to do, to do this and you did have to do that. And so um, that was therapeutic for me because it helped me to stop discrediting, you know, what Woman Evolve has become and stop right. feeling like, you know, at any day I could lose it, right? Because whenever mm -hmm. you're in a space where you feel like, I don't know how I got here, what you're really saying is I don't want to trust it because I could lose it at any moment. Absolutely. And doing the work helped me to see that I, I was involved. I was a part of this. I did play a role. And that's been um, incredible to experience in writing the book. Yeah. What, what got you started writing it in the first place? Like, what was the catalyst for that? Girl, writing is my thing. Yeah. Like, I love words. I love the way they come together. Like, I see in words. Like, <laughs> whenever I have a vision for, like, a video or content where we're, we're producing, like, I just see words. And I didn't even think that was a gift. Like, you know, because no one is necessarily saying when you're younger, at least not when I was growing up, like, oh, mm -hmm. you're a great writer. and That's a gift. You just kind of everyone writes. So who says right. that as a gift? But um, I love words. I really do. As speaking is hard for me. It's like something that I have to work towards. But I love writing. And I stopped writing after my last book. I was like, I'm not going to write again until I have something that I feel like is worth me sitting down, putting mm -hmm. 60,000 words on paper and then doing the pushing connected to it because I just wanted something and I believe in and I didn't want to lose the passion for it mm. what's I your process you're a writer yeah oh I yeah. love it I love it um, writing is, what's your process what's like you know this is a, a teen typing fast caveat what's your process are you one of those people who sits down and it's like you know I'm gonna write four pages today let's get it or are you kind of like me <laughs> sometimes you sit down and you look at the cursor and it's just a blinking <laughs> and you know, nothing comes out or you'll get like, I get rushes, I get urges, like I get a push and I say, and I don't know, cause I'm, you know, right academically, but I, I because of who I am, I'd be like, oh, the Holy Spirit is speaking. Let me get to my computer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so 
even if it's at two and three in the morning. So what's your process like? Like what is, how does, how does Sarah sit down to write a book when she has a, a book to write? You know, I sit down with my laptop. I write from an outline. So I know hmm. where I'm headed and um, I know what dots I need to connect. And then I say what comes to my head, like whatever comes to my head. A lot of times writing becomes hard for people because they are writing what they want people to read. Mm -hmm. But if you would just write what's in your head, once you get that mm -hmm. out of your head, then you can like clean it up and perfect it and tweak it. Don't worry about what people are going to read. But that's for a book. Like I could, writing for me is how I learned to feel. I didn't really know how to feel. I shut down so hard emotionally that the only time I could feel was when I tapped into writing. So it's always been therapeutic for me. And I could like close my eyes and grab my laptop right now and tell you how I feel about this book release faster than I could communicate it to you in this interview. Wow. How old were you when you started writing? Oh, <laughs> I mean, 11, 12. See, what, <laughs> the first what, time what, I what did you start with? Oh, go ahead. My bad, boo. No, I was going to tell you, the first time I ever really got in trouble, this lady was babysitting us, and she um, she jumped flat with me. You know how adults used to try and text you, and they didn't know that you had words back for them? Right, so I right. went right in my journal to take care of her. She grabbed my journal, which was her bad because it's my personal space. Exactly. Right. And I had, exactly. I had taken care of her real good in that <laughs> journal. <laughs> taking care of her real good. And she showed it to my parents. And my parents were like, well, that is her personal space. You can't just, I'm not yes. going to punish her for what she what? wrote in her personal journal. So that's when I knew the power of words because she never came at me in such a way again. So mm -hmm. um, your parents yeah. were way more evolved than rounded because I got in trouble. <laughs> I used to write, you know how, kind of like in, what was that movie? Mean Girls, we didn't have a burn book. Yeah, but right. You know how you and your mm -hmm. friends would like write in a notebook. It wasn't like about people or whatever. But one time I had cursed somebody out real good in the book. And I don't know how, but my teacher got a hold of it and sent it to my mother and Rhonda read oh. all of my colorful language. <laughs> she was not impressed. She did not see it as my personal space. And that is why Kia can now to this day cuss somebody out eloquently. <laughs> practice. Yeah, come on, I've practice. been doing it. I'm not new to this. I'm true to it. <laughs> I love that. I love it too. So what's the first thing you you really did you were you getting into poetry? What was it that like what was it that you really started started writing besides your journal? Poetry. Okay. Death po first of all, I love death poetry jam. Of course. They need to yes. bring it back. It of was course. iconic. People don't appreciate X. it, but it was iconic. I'll never forget this guy got up there and he says, I want, he, he was quoting his own poem. He's like, I want you to love me the way that I would love me if I were me. And I just, it just hit so hard in my heart because that's what I want. Exactly. And, um, so from there, I was like, I'm gonna start writing poems because people aren't treating me well out here. <laughs> They're not loving me the way that I would love me if I were me. And I felt like that was a problem. And you know, it's turning the corner. It's turning the corner. <laughs> I love to see it. I want to ask Sarah some questions about Sarah. I want to yes. get to, I want our listeners yes. to get to know who Sarah is. So I put together, we do these little uh, black girl card revoke games. Um, yes. uh, like kind of like some rapid fire <laughs> questions, um, okay. you know, and it, you know, nothing, nothing salacious, <laughs> but okay. just, you know, for the people who may, you still getting, still getting acquainted with Sarah. So like we sit at the kitchen table. The first question is what's your favorite snack? When you sit down, what is something that you crave? Cake? Like, I don't eat snacks. Like, I eat food. You know what I mean? I'm, like, I'm grown. I'm grown. Say it again. I'm grown. <laughs> I want a piece of chicken. Is that a snack? Yes. Like, I want yes. a piece of cake. I don't, I don't really do, like, chips and, like, nothing wrong with them. Food. But, you know, that when I get hungry, I want something to eat. Period. Oh, you are a woman after my own heart. <laughs> I know, my and I want to. I want to have your food, and I, oh, I, I need you to go back you. to Florida. Okay, I want to. I will cook for it. you. Facts. It's it's okay. it's, it's, it's it's happening. I'm oh counting on it. Wait, you're in LA, right? I am. Mm -hmm. I was just in a. When I come back out, I got you. Okay, let me know. Down. I will. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, sis. More oh, no. questions. What's, 
What's the next thing you want to do with your hair? Is there a hairstyle that you are eyeing? Is there something first that you've of seen all, recently that was yes! like, first of all. get it to the stands? <laughs> first of all, I first of all want to give honor to God, who is the head of my life, who has brought my edges back. I can't afford yes! not to praise them. Come Don't on. let this wig fool you. I got a full hairline on this side and that side. <laughs> never be confused. Um, you know, I just want to keep deep conditioning, steaming, braiding it down because there's a yes. silk press ministry that God wants to give me, and it's I got it's, it's hitting coming. it's hitting right below the shorter shoulder. It's got a it's got a fling. It's got a fling connected to it. Okay, <laughs> we're not gonna be able to use Sarah when this silk when this silk press manifests. Oh no, uh-huh. we're not able to. Let me tell you how God has been keeping me from follicles because of my humility, but He finally released them. <laughs> but the other day, I took my braids out and um, my, you know, my cornrows and my prison braids from this wig. And, oh um, my god. <laughs> It was given shoulder length, and I couldn't Ooh. wait to post the I got hair picture. I'm all in the picture, like, head <laughs> like, but excuse me, because, you know, so I just want to continue to grow and evolve in that area. Yes. We love I love the transparency. <laughs> so basically, the next thing she wants to do with her hair is stun on you hoes. That's what that, it is. I'm telling you. I, <laughs> I, I love in basketball ponytail. Ever since I saw Monica with that ponytail, I've had dreams. And um, it's all right. Okay, next question. All right. What's the I'm last thing you this. purchased on Amazon? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, first of all, Amazon comes to my house at this point every day i don't know <laughs> i don't know some like a multi-strip cord i bought ella this Same. little thing to hang from the ceiling mm-hmm. just like an iphone charger mm-hmm. just random things Today oh I and then i bought a wicks because <laughs> like <laughs> to make I see one thing on amazon and i'm like yes you're right i need yeah. that, I need that. <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah how did you even know it's prophetic <laughs> it's, it's oh a random God. shit in my car mario bedesto <laughs> some hemp wicks to make candles i have that, I have that same spiritual leading in target I just be oh, in Target yes. listening to what the Lord is saying. Like, oh Lord, are you saying that I need this? You clearly But are. isn't Target right expensive here. though? Like honestly. Like I feel like it Amazon is. is cheap. Target is expensive. It I can is. walk out with three bags and spend $175. Like what Very happened? Simple. And yeah, like I, I know that you think you're better than Walmart and in a way you are. In a way. But Facts. also stay humble. But <laughs> right. like, you're not you're also not Macy's. So like, no, humble your wig, <laughs> please. <Come back. laughs> Maybe down. we need to take some of Target's edges, humble it just yes. a little bit. I will think. Cha- not having edges will bring you down a bit. It will. It'll change the way you show up in the world. Toya will tell you, Kia's best friend, Toya. Toya is the Dora Milaje, beautiful, ball headed, black, just oh, yeah. gorgeous, and everybody praises her and her gorgeous fucking head. And then you tell her, <laughs> and she'll go, "Bitch, I am bald because I did not have edges." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not here by choice. Exactly. Right. We just thank God that like, even but you're here. Circumstances working. Okay, she woman evolved. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> All yeah. right, what's the last thing Sarah Jakes listened to on her Spotify? Absolutely. You we in the chair because that was my question. A Brene Brown podcast. Okay. So what about music my- wise? You okay? So I did my podcast the other day, and it was a DMX tribute episode. So I needed to run it back to Rough Rider days. Um, You know, Eve's "Love Is Blind" song. You know, Mm. she was really trying to help us have healthy love. She was in entire. That's when we should have known that she wasn't going to have toxicity in her life because she was trying to help us out then. So I had to run back to with. I don't even know know you, you, and I hate hate you. This is exactly what I, I said know. on the podcast. I don't even know you, but I hate. Oh, yeah. No, so good. So Words good. To live my by. Soul. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Eve, wherever you are. <laughs> Somewhere lounging with her white men. She should. Okay. okay. Evolving. Somewhere evolving. Somewhere evolving, Somewhere evolving woman. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere just being wealthy and unbothered. And we love it. Not, uh, not mad at it. We do love it. We do love it. I wanted to ask you really quickly, what's next? I know that you've done, um, you know, the book, the book, you're pushing the book. We need the book on the New York Times bestseller list. If you have not purchased it, now is the perfect time for you to open a new tab, your phone, tablet, <laughs> iPhone, iPad, 
PC, whatever you got. Open and the link will be in the description box will, that y'all refuse will, will, to will. read. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for putting it there anyway. Of course. Yes, it's there anyway. Um, so yeah, we're pushing the book right now. Um, I mean, you have uh, the book club, the app, the website, all of these things. Is there anything coming up that we need to be looking out for? Um, I was going to say that I want to go to bed, but my friend who is here <laughs> said that I'm going to bed. No, honestly, I, I plan on resting and like taking a moment to like experience this time mm -hmm. in my life. Because a lot of times we experience things post the actual reality. So I want to experience things. And then when I wake up from my nap, I would like to start a wig line so that I hey. too can help bring back edges for those Come who on, are man. in need like I once was. <laughs> Glory, huh? <laughs> <laughs> wait okay so when you take your wig off yeah and you stunt on all of us with these inches right right are right. you going to name her the way that tabitha has named her quaff this mm. is a good question this is a good question and if you I... haven't then i i admonish you to to announce it here first <laughs> so you have a name i don't have a name but if i stumble across a name and let me tell you something i'm a little nervous to be this bold with it because you never know when god may take that got to be glued and just pull you back a little bit but um should i be able to stunt in the way that i believe god is calling me to do i would like to come back and announce my hair's name on the podcast okay Absolutely. at the kitchen table yeah. And unveiling. Yes. That will happen. <laughs> we love it. We're gonna have we... kaleidoscopes version of Sarah's drops. Yes. Okay. She's gonna come. She's like, I would like to introduce you all to Sharita. Sharita oh, is here. To I like Sharita. My mother's name is Sarita. Are you a prophet? What happened before the show? I, You're in a I flow. swear You're I did not know that. <laughs> My mother's name is Sarita. We put that should in there. Something has happened. It feels but, good. It sounds like should Rita. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Sharita, she's coming to introduce yes. herself to the world. I love <laughs> so it. Excited. Oh my gosh, you are amazing. We thank you, you so much. We know that you have had a long day, so we don't want to we don't want to keep you. But we're just grateful to have you here to celebrate you. And I'm so glad that you said that um, you plan to take a, a nap. I yes. hope before your nap yeah. that you sit and really sit with what you've accomplished because it's amazing and mm -hmm. um you know I know the the amount of labor and time that you invest into all of us those of us who who glean so much and um have an example of how to grow closer to God and grow stronger in who God has made us to be um through you so I want to thank you as thank my you. friend I want to thank you for all the ways that you supported me and thank you for being here for me and jade and yes. to kick it with us around the kitchen table for a little while um when the world opens back up and woman evolve <laughs> is a conference again yeah. i will be sneaking in kia's duffel bag come we would love that i am i won't <laughs> smoke on the premises swear. okay that's all right come as you are come as you are no matter no matter where you but are there will I, be a bit know. of heathen in the building because i have invited myself thank you i would love it i would love it if you come i would count it as an honor thank you guys for what you're doing we need your voices we need this platform so thank you for having me we love you Absolutely. for your transparency, Sarah. You speak to everybody, literally everybody, uh, and it's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Come on now. Go take a nap. I, I will. Nap. I will. <laughs> Y'all follow Sarah. Go get the book. Listen yes. to Woman Evolve the podcast and join the movement, man. We're in the Blue Hill Society. We just be sipping on the devil's head. Just that's what we do. Getting up out of here, <laughs> and we also mind our business. Amen. Most importantly. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Thank you. I love y'all. Thank you. We love you. Love you. Love you. Honestly, love you. truly. All right. We are back this week with an honesty box. Sis, would you like to give our listener a pseudonym? Let's call her Letitia. Letitia works. I love a Letitia. <laughs> All right. Letitia writes, hello, ladies. So I've been listening to you all for a while now and you've been there for me in my head through some of the toughest times and I need your kind words now. Bless I am you. a lost soul who needs guidance. Oh, Letitia. Okay. So she says, so I quit a place back in November. It was extremely toxic and self-serving. The job that I quit it for ended up, I ended up, okay, Letitia girl. Okay. <laughs> 
Take your time. She's going through. We understand. She's going through. You're right. So I'm going to take my time. Right. Um, so I quit a place back in November. It was extremely toxic and self-serving. The job that I quit it for, I ended up getting fired. So I went back to the previous company, but in a different department and state. But of course, okay. nothing has really changed. But I definitely feel that I have. As of now, it would technically make my three-year mark. And I honestly feel that being 28, I should at least be further than, oh God, than where I am. But that's not the case. I feel very stagnant and unfulfilled. And that is a really tough pill to swallow. I'm blessed to make a good living for myself, but I constantly feel like my mind is trying to convince me to stay, but my body is saying a completely different story and don't know which to listen to. My friends are telling me that I should stay to save enough money, but like I said before, my body is screaming loud as day to go somewhere else, and it's possible that God is trying to let me know something that I, of course, don't know. Before you start, I know that I shouldn't have went back to somewhere where I knew I wouldn't be happy. I just kept thinking about the money. Now that I'm typing, I think I know because I live in Dallas and the job market is booming right now. I wonder if I'm sabotaging myself. I know you ladies don't usually give what would I do in this situation, but I really want to know so I'm not alone. P.S. I'm sorry I tried to spell correct as much as possible, <laughs> but it's been a long day. <laughs> She oh, she wrote this drunk. Okay. 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 All right. <laughs> okay. So there's Go a ahead, little, sis. there's, there's a little overlap here. I just want to make sure I'm clear on the facts before I, I give my response. So Letitia was formerly fired from a uh, organization. Letitia was, it, she was work. No, she quit to go work for somewhere else. She hated the job anyway. She went and she quit. And then when she got fired from that new job, she went back to the old job. That was toxic. She said it was a toxic environment. Okay, so she so she quit a job and then went back to a toxic job. Mm-hmm. No, 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 she, no, 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 no. She I'm quit so the toxic job, went to a new job, got fired from the new job, and then went back to the oh, original job that okay. she quit. Okay. Yes. Okay. This has been a journey. This has been a journey. <laughs> and so she wants to know if she should stay at the toxic place that she's returned to. Uh, she says she knows she shouldn't have gone back in the first place. She's like, I know y'all are going to tell me I shouldn't have gone back in the first place. She's like, and the job market is booming in Dallas. She wants to know if she's sabotaging herself and she wants to know what we would do in this situation if it were us, even though we don't usually do that. So I think, I think that there is like the practical side of me is like, you know, I'm an adult and I need a job. I have to work. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, is this an ideal situation? No, but if it is a place where I can have income that I know that I can rely on and, you know, even though it is in a, it's a, in a, in a less than uh, convenient situation, if I need, you know, I need to keep a roof over my head. I got to take care of myself. You know, I do what I, what I have to do. I think I would just be mindful of, you know, making sure that this was of a temporary nature and not something long-term. I would never, I would, I wouldn't even like, you know, I would stay on the balls of my feet. I wouldn't even settle into my heels while I was at this job. I would be looking for, you know, the next, the next best thing. Um, and being diligent about not and like kind of having boundaries and not falling back into, you know, being pulled back into the toxic culture of, of this place. Since you know for sure that it is toxic, there are things that you can do to kind of to safeguard from really getting pulled back into that tox toxicity. Um, but yeah, I think the practical side of me is like, listen, we got to keep the lights on in here. So Thanks. if this was a job if this was, if this was the only option and this was a means of income for me, then let's do it. But I would just be super conscious of, you know, what's next. I wouldn't, I would come in here knowing I would go into that place knowing, Hey, I'm only going to be here for six months tops or one, or one year tops. And I'm trying to right. find myself a better situation um, after that. So I agree. I was, that was the first thing I was thinking. She's like, before y'all start, 
I know. Mm-hmm. Like before I, I should have gone like, back. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, no, baby. Before I start, honey, we got. Before you start, ain't nobody trying to be defaulted on your loans and everything else. Mm-mm. Literally not. No I'm gonna tell you again. Grown's not gonna do. Go post the GoFundMe. We're not doing. Listen, it. we're so, not. <laughs> so we no. You should have gone back to have a job so that you could pay your bills. And like a he said, don't good. get settled. Make sure to re- and if the job market's booming and you know it, maybe the the message that you're receiving is okay. Well, I don't need to be complacent. Like let me do what I need to do to take care of myself right now. But let me also do all of the things that I need to do to take care of myself. Get my resume together. Start getting it out there. Network with the people that you know are in different, you know, in different um, uh, jobs that you may want. You know, or maybe you have friends or other business connections that you can talk to. But start making moves for yourself to to get yourself out of that position. Like Kia said, don't get comfortable in it. But you got to do what you got to do to pay your bills. Now, I I am also a firm believer that when your body is screaming at you about something, listen to it right because mm-hmm. that's that's not for not like your body is not telling you something it's telling you our bodies are indicators and they they tell us things that we don't necessarily always think that's why we need to take our asses to the doctor and so forth and so on so if you are really feeling the anxiety of this position make the moves to get out of it but we don't we are never going to shame you never. for needing to pay your bills <laughs> I mean, like, since we don't... it's just it's just like you know you gotta do what you gotta do yeah and, and it just doesn't have to be for is. long yes i think one of the things that one of the best advice that i received when i was working on my graduate degree was you know we putting in all of this work so that at the end of the day you know we will have options mm-hmm. you know when you have a certain kind of skill set or when you have a certain kind of credential or when you reach a certain level of of experience and expertise in your career you have more options such that you don't have to do things that you don't want to do but it takes time for you to get to that place right and as such many of many people self-included have had to work jobs that you didn't like mm-hmm. had to work jobs that that were not fulfilling that were not that were not um, even safe for, for you, but you needed to do these things. And, you know, that season in your life served a purpose. So I'm not one to, to you know, not to, to knock people for having to, sometimes we have to make choices and we just yeah. have to do what's best for us. So listen, you needed a job and this is a job and now you're working. Mm-hmm. And, you know, while you're there though, you're not just going to stay there. You're going to, you know, get busy, planning for the next phase of your life for the things that yep. you want and and feel you deserve and are willing to work hard to earn so yes uh Letitia girl just get your things ready and don't settle in don't bring no um none of your stuff from home into your office okay mm-hmm. leave it very generic and bland because you don't have you're not staying there long okay no you're working there until nope. you can get to the next thing matter of fact keep you a milk crate under your desk Yeah, just have your stuff, honey. When the time comes, you can just be out. Y'all don't need to get me no cake. Y'all don't need to do nothing (laughs) for me. I am out of here. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Prayers down. Um, so that's our that's it for for the honesty box this week. Letitia, please keep us posted on your on your job search and how things are going for you. We are putting out good energy that you're gonna find what you want. Um, and at twenty eight. I know I wasn't doing what I wanted to be doing. So same, <laughs> same, 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 same. So it's not like you're not on a you're not on you're not on a on a on a ticking time bomb. Like it's not nothing's gonna blow up if you don't get out of there in the next week, you know, but for your own sanity, I would start looking for the next thing and just really make intentional moves in that direction. Um and that's what we got. Continue to send your honesty box questions to get and grown podcast at gmail.com and we shall move along to this black woman self-care let's do it i deserve all right it is black person self-care time and we got an email and then i got a couple messages so i wanted to clarify for my black woman self-care couple weeks back i talked about some of my personal daily rituals that i do that have really been really beautiful for me. Um, my morning tea and my evening tea. So I wanted to clarify specifically what was in the teas. 
and also uh, clarify for some of the messages. They're not teas I purchased, so they're not from anywhere. It's a blend that I make. These are all dried herbs that you can get from health food shops. If you don't have any local, you can you can find them online. But it's all the dried herbs. The morning tea. Write them down in this order. My gosh. Holy basil, yerba mate, orange peel. I put a little rose because I like rose. You don't have to. Chrysanthemum and lemon balm. Okay, all of those are dried. Blend them together. I store them in a mason jar. That is my morning tea blend. The evening tea blend. You should see Kia's face. <laughs> I'm just listening. I am just listening. Okay. The, the evening blend is holy basil, mugwort, and you got to kind of break that down like you do your weed, lavender, rose, catnip, and chamomile. So that's the morning tea and that's the evening tea. Those are the blends that that I, I've been putting together. And then the morning t- tonic is astragalus root, which uh, I put into, like I make like a tea. So I do a little two ounces or whatever with some ginger, put it in a mason jar, and then I add a shot of that to a cap full of apple cider vinegar, a teaspoon of diatomaceous earth, which exfoliates the tummy, a tablespoon or two, depending upon how you're feeling, of sea moss, and if you want to make a little elderberry syrup and add a little bit of that. And I shoot all of that down. And then I have the morning tea. And in the evening, I make the tea. So I just wanted to clarify my personal daily rituals for those who are asking for the recipes um, or where I purchase the teas. They're just dried herbs that blend together. So that is uh, a reiteration of my <laughs> black woman self-care. Kia, what is yours, sister? <laughs> Well, my tea still comes in a bag <laughs> and it's from Limpton. That's all right. <laughs> and it is not, it does not contain all of the diatomaceous earth and the things that, <laughs> those chrysanthemums and those things that are in the garden. I don't, I don't think I have any of that, but it is delicious. And I will enjoy a cup of it from time to time. <laughs> it is so good. Um, <laughs> first of all, I love no. Lipton, so don't play. Listen, okay, <laughs> me and my Dida, my Dida likes Lipton tea and the tea biscuits from Biscotti. I sit there and have oh, some because tea. they're delicious when they so, pass around the airplane. Your girl gets hyped, so good, so good, so yes. Um, my black woman self-care is not as Mrs. Frizzle as Jay's is, but I love it. I really do love to see it because there's just, you get so much here at getting grown. You know what I'm saying? A wide range. We love it. We love it. Okay. Because Jade is over there making homemade teas. And Kia is changing the world for black children. Look, <laughs> y'all, y'all go from the academia to cauldrons. It's just, it's Listen. a, it's a wide range of beautiful black woman magic over here. My black woman self care is not fancy, but it's very important, and it made a huge difference in my weekend. As you all know, I'm back to getting my nails done. Right, so mm-hmm. I'm very grateful about that. Let me see them. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Thank you. So. Sad. I got my nails done on Friday. Shout out to Felisa. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you know exactly who that is because I tag her every time I post my nails. Um, but I unfortunately came home Friday and was eating or doing something and realized that one of my nails that I just gotten done had chipped. And I reached out to Felisa and she said that I could come back the very next day and get my nail fixed. And I prioritized and made that happen because, you know, it was very important to me, to my self-care. And I know Mm -hmm. we talk about how self-care is more than nails and and massages and things like that. But if it is also nails and massages, it is also (laughs) things that make you feel good about yourself and about your day. Um, I had a lot of anxiety this weekend. Uh, Just making sure that I just make as I'm right, as I write, I want to, I'm working on this, but but I want to, I want to do well. And I put so much pressure on myself that sometimes I can make myself like feel physically ill because I'm just so filled with anxiety around producing something that is of high quality. And so, um, me just going to get my nail fixed was really one of the only times that I just, you know, let everything go. 
and just sat there and, you know, let somebody do something that was going to, you know, make me feel, feel good, um, about myself. So I just, you know, I got my nail fixed and it helps me to kind of manage my stress and anxiety during a stressful weekend. Um, and so, yeah. And also it was national siblings day and I got to wear, um, I bought a a t-shirt. There's a, a, company called heartthrob access or something Mm -hmm. um and they make uh t-shirts and sweatshirts and other sort of novelty items that you can wear in honor of loved ones that have passed and so i ordered a sweatshirt from them that i absolutely love and i wore it um on saturday to honor my brother for national siblings day so these are my black women self-care things and i feel good about them I love that. And the sweatshirt was very dope, sis. Very, very dope. I love it. It's a really juicy blue. So shout out to them. It is. And you know that is one of my favorite colors. And that Me was too. Brian's favorite color. It was. So um, I love that. Continue to sit. We've been getting some of your, your black person self-cares. And I'm putting yes. them together for, for a, a self-care extravaganza. So continue <laughs> to sit. Extravaganza. There's no Zola's being one, but... It's right. an extra. It will be an extravaganza. So continue to send your black person self cares over to getting grown podcast at gmail.com so that we can we can get that going. I want to read everything that y'all have been doing and we want to do it in one big boom. For sure. Um, so now we're going to get a little negative before we close out and head over to these petty peeves. Let's do it. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. All right. Um, my petty peeve is, you know, for myself, right? You know, so I, I sometimes you have to get yourself together. You have to realize and recognize the things that you are doing that are not serving yourself. And mm. sometimes you got to get your own self out the way. Okay. And I That's went good. on, uh, you know, I, I recognize that, and, you know, you follow a bunch of people on social media and then sometimes you got to go through and purge, right? Cause you follow somebody for one reason. And then you realize that the content, the things that they post about themselves and about their lives don't really, you know, do anything for you. Sometimes it mm-hmm. even gets on your nerves. And I had a moment <laughs> over the weekend and I said, Takia, you following a gang of people that you don't even like. So what you going to do? <laughs> What you're going to do is ready your block hand, honey, and get to blocking. I mean, because <laughs> it just needs to happen. I mean, a wop, bop, blue block, a block, bam, boom, all over my social media. Because I recognize in my own life, I have spent a lot of time just trying to be associated with people or being connected to people, wanting people to like me, wanting people to acknowledge me, wanting people to validate that I am important and I do important things and I'm, you know, all that. And, you know, when I really get down to the meat of the matter, I realize, I said, self, you don't like these people and they don't like you. So why are you doing this unto yourself every day? Every time you see they post, you roll your eyes, you do all of this kind of stuff. And so I said, sis, just get them out of here. And that is what I did. And I'm sure it was petty, but that's where we are. Well, that's how and I felt, felt better. Though. I felt better for doing it. So now you don't have to see it. Now I don't Meanwhile, have my to little see cousins it. are accosting me. When I tell you accosting me, all right, you know what? They, I, my petty peeve was something different, but I'm. That's what I'm going to make. It's going to be for my little cousins, because my cousin put me on a Facetime when my uncle passed. Every, you know, there was a couple family members that that got together. The vaccinated ones got together, um, and so my cousin uh, Facetimed me because I was not local and uh, passed me around. After mm-hmm. I told every single one of them niggas how irresponsible they were, <laughs> I. I, you know, said my hellos and my I love yous. And then a gaggle of the young ones decided to get on and tell me that I think I'm too good to follow them on Instagram. Mm. And the only response I said, are all of you all, can everybody hear me? Everybody who has something to say, all of you all hear me on this thing? I don't give a fuck about right. social media. Right. I didn't even know you little niggas followed me. <laughs> I was like, so why you, you did Okay. And was like, why you in your feelings thinking I'm sitting over here going, I will not. I was I am actually not even thinking about it whatsoever. So it's just for y'all. Stop putting them, but they're like 12, 18, 
20 years old like they're you know that's their life right now so i said okay everybody send me a text message and tell me what your little funky ass handles are so while you were sitting down blocking and getting niggas out of here you were following i, I had to go and f- literally go but intentionally you know, look these niggas up the and follow them to go, shut up the blessing of that is you know god gave us a mute feature as well but, and because, you think i didn't use them simultaneously i mean I mean, I mean, okay? It's really a gift. Because sometimes it's that you don't even want to get people out of your timeline forever, right? It's just like, today, I don't want to hear what you got to <laughs> For say. a taste. You know, <laughs> I just need a break. I could use a week or two without you in my newsfeed, sis. And it's no love lost because I still love you down, period. Oops. And I, fu- I say this fully acknowledging that a lot of people probably get me out of here for seven to 10 days of a month and I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it because I sometimes get on my own nerves. So I understand. (laughs) I do. But those are our petty peeves for the day, for the week. We want to thank you. We want to again thank Sarah Jakes for stopping by the kitchen table to chit chat with us for a little while. Always. It was a pleasure. It was a joy. She's welcome at the kitchen table um, with a meal, right? Because she said we don't really do snacks. When we come to the kitchen table, we come to eat. Period. And that's which what we is really the mood that we're in. Which here. is exactly. And so again, thanks everyone for everything. Um, and I love you. And Jay, tell the people what they need to be doing with themselves. I too love you. Um, some of you. And <laughs> I <laughs> So what I want you to do with yourselves is drink your water, hydrate your inners. Yes. Uh also, please moisturize your outers. Nobody very, has very time important. for your gray knees. Nobody wants to be looking at the gross sisters all of their days. <laughs> and lastly, please mind your black ass business. It's Unless important. you are snitching on a white woman, which is one of my new favorite pastimes. <laughs> uh, but outside of that, mind yearn uh, because your black will crack if it's dry. And nosy. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>